All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Craig Berube and you're watching Nasty Knuckles. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws podcast with your host, Derek Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer enforcer, Riley as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Rig Aurelia? Just getting out of the black tar there we had and uh, feeling pretty damn good, bro. <laughs> You're looking pretty strong. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just got to get it off there. I didn't mean to surprise everyone with it. What's up, buddy? It happens. Here we are. Oh, here we are. Flyers just uh, getting home here off a road trip. Started off great. Then what happened? Went a little downhill. What happens? Um, You have a little late night at the Roxy. I I could probably guarantee you that might have (laughs) happened. They deserved it, though. Oh, of course they win. You got to come back. You lose 2-1 in overtime. Carter probably stole a point there for the boys. Um and you get into Calgary, another one-goal game. Didn't play the best, probably. Um, Torch wasn't overly happy with that one. He was not overly happy with that one. <laughs> so it was post-game with our boy. <laughs> Smithers, Smithers takes yeah. the heat of it. Yeah, I was kidding around. I messaged him, and uh, 
you said torch treats them really well. It had nothing to do with that, but it was, was kind of kind of funny. Just to, yeah, nope, no. Oh, Forrester played what? Nope. No, Ma- imagine being in that position where you actually you know you have to ask you a have legitimate to. question, but you know you're going to get a shit answer, and yeah. you're just still forced to ask it. He still asked them. Yeah, ask him Smithers. He's he's resilient, yeah, man. He's, he's resilient. <laughs> <laughs> he's the man. I love that guy. Shout out to Smithers. shout out to Brian Smithers. Smith. Yeah. He's the man. He's the man. Um, then they go into. Edmonton and they lost to Connor McDavid five to two. Yeah, it happens. Um, sucks for Carter. Every time he goes home, I know he's won a game there, but like even my two thousandth game, we got we got smoked. It was probably because I wasn't ready to go. That you weren't night, ready. But, um, so it wasn't the greatest road trip. Obviously, we get back home uh, against Columbus here. Yep, I'm guaranteeing a win. Yuff. I doubled down on that. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Well, you I mean, you said Johnny Gaudreau is going to have 40 this year. He's He's got a long way to go. He's got a little bit of work to do. I'm not sure if I said that, but... Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure you did. Um, <laughs> I, think he, I think he could still squeeze in 40. Back end. Uh, on the back, the back nine? <laughs> the back nine. <laughs> no, they're just having a tough time, man. Tough I didn't time, think man. they were uh, going to struggle that much. But um, anyway, Fly, Flyboy's back home to play them thursday night all right well yeah i mean it'd be great for them to get back home and get buzzing again yeah it will be how quick how quickly you can be you know right right at the top of the mix there and then you know well they're still in a wild card yeah yeah but how tight that is and how much of a dog fight it's gonna be as it always is right Uh, right to the end baller put up those standings there there you are right there oh yeah right there yep right in the mix right in the mix um you always remind me a little bit of Austin Matthews when we're playing Menzi. <laughs> yeah. Is it the stride shot, or the release? The stride or the shot, the, you know, the release. But uh, he buried his 30th oh, last night. No big deal. Hey? Did in fashion there, OT, game one. Man, he could score this He guy. scores. He's insane. He scores. How many is he going to end up with? I don't know, 45. He's got thirty now. Wait, he can take a few games off. <laughs> well, I expect a little dry. Couple nights in the dandy. Well, you gotta always mix in a little, a little dry spell. He ain't found one yet. <laughs> no, you I know. got sixty in him or what? Ooh, sixty's uh, a lot, but I mean, if 50, someone yeah, could do 50. it, oh yeah, uh, if someone he, could do he it. He could do him. it. Um, sixty-nine. Oh, wow, that's a high that's number. A lot, that's always favorite number. Um, yeah, forty-five is definitely low. It's pretty low for him. I think he owned even on a dry fifty spell. for sure. Yeah, I would say I would, 50, say, yeah. I would think fifty for sure. Um, yeah, need a fifty goal scorer. Uh, Elvis's team. Well, it wasn't his regular, totally his regular team, but they had a big tournament last week, and uh, they ended up winning it. The Winter Cup was pretty cool. Um, had a lot of fun with that. Sudsy was able to come over and see LV play and. Didn't yell at him too much. There you go. He, no, he, he, the, the kids played great. It was awesome. A uh, lot of fun. Tom Bunting uh, jumped in and coached. We had a few extra kids from other teams come around, but it was a lot of fun. They did a good job. They played Skate Zone in Hollydale. It was a lot of fun. And, Baller, the Rebels, the Philadelphia Rebels, are asking for you to start coming back to games because they win when you show up. Take me to Boston. All right. You want to you go to Boston? Let's go. Sign him up. Oh, come on. Jump in Hop with me in. and Jen. I'm driving up driving up with Jen, my medical trainer. We're heading up tomorrow morning. We didn't take the bus today with the boys, but we did have a big win to end the year, which is always nice. Hopefully yep. Yep. get a roll in the, the right way. Boys playing hard. It's a great sign. It's a good sign. It was nice. Um, what else we got? Uh, Canada. Uh, oh. 
What? Oh, they, they're yeah. going for the goal, aren't they? No, they're not. No, <laughs> they're they're going home today. They're going home. Yeah, they lost. It happens. You know? It does, man. It's got to take a year off every now and then. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is heartbreaking to watch though, because they're kids too. It's, it yeah. sucks when anybody loses it. You know, like even in the playoffs and stuff, NHL, any league. But the young kids, man. It's you know you get. Some only get one shot at it. I know yeah. we talked about it last week, but it, it really is a cool tournament and see a few good players. Yeah. Didn't Canada bad. have all first round picks on their team? I mean, I think US might be close to that as so well. Too, yeah. But uh we'll see what US can do today. Um but it's been uh since we last talked, I have watched more of the tournament. So it's, it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. Always a fun time. It is, it Exciting. is fun time of year. You Back know what I mean? to reality. Back to reality. You got twinsies <laughs> coming out everywhere. The Clizies are dropping off twenties. <laughs> Riley's giving me shit about my my sidesy, <laughs> my business, my skate sharpening. Sometimes I got to do it right in the middle of the pod. <laughs> well, got to get those blades it's grinded up. It's not very convenient. It it's not very convenient. People, People need their wheels. Snapping. They need their wheels done. You see it? I open up thing. There's twinsies falling out. <laughs> Can't, can't, can't blame you having so many twenties falling in your pockets. More of those, so we can catch up to you. Us three are trying to get there. Yeah, you well, know that elite trying. level. <laughs> Just keep grinding, nest. Keep grinding. That's all I do. That's <laughs> all I do. But hey, this week, episode one forty one. Our oh, boy, man, he's, he's back. In the house. He's back. He's back. The chief. <laughs> That's his name, Craig Barubi. He's the chief. Ready to rock? I'm ready to rock, bro. All right, here let's we go. go, Chief. Before we get into our interview with the Chief, a quick message from our sponsor, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You know that, Nast? I sure do because I have one of the craziest schedules you will ever see. Even more crazier than yours, Riles. But I'll tell you what, it makes my life so much easier. You get over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's always something delicious to discover, even though, you know, I'm kind of like a picky eater. Not with HelloFresh. No. It's, oh my God, it's so good and so easy and convenient when you have your own son and then two bigger sons that live here at my billets. Um, it's, it's just great. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit, Nast. It sure is. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. That's easy as can be, Nast. Easy enough for you and your three sons. Yes, exactly. And you know when I'm putting stuff on the table and they say it's delish, I'm not giving anyone credit. (laughs) I will here because it's HelloFresh, but thank God for them. Don't be taking all the credit, Nast. We all know HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime, but did you know that it can also save you a lot of money? HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout, so that means you can get an easy home-cooked meal on the table and more money back in your pocket. You love that extra money in your pocket. You know the twinsies are flying with the Clizies. <laughs> we talked about it. We did. You look like a pretty strong chef back there firing these meals up. Well, I'm not going to lie, I am. Yeah, well, what's <laughs> your favorite, Nast? One of my faves is the pulled pork. Going pulled to pork. that. Yeah. Oof. So many favorites, honestly. I, I've eaten more healthy food now since I've started with HelloFresh than I ever have. So Pulled pork nachos. I don't mind them. But I'll tell you this, Riles, 
Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Knuckles and use code 50Knuckles for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Knuckles and use code 50Knuckles for 50% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Yes, sir. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, we're very fortunate to have a good friend of the show, a good friend of ours, Stanley Cup winning head coach of St. Louis, a veteran of over 1,000 NHL games, a lot of penalty minutes too there, big boy. Mr. A lot of Pim. <laughs> Mr. Craig Berube, the chief. What's up, brother? Hey, boys. Thanks for having me on. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. I hate that uh, you're around these areas for this reason, but uh, we're happy to have you in. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. You were our second uh, episode ever. Second? Yeah. Well, that, right? Yeah. It was number two. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few years back. Hartsy said he uh, fought you for it. Was he number one? He was number one, so he... That's, That's your guys' fault. <laughs> oh, man. No, he said he was just that tough, so he said you didn't want to argue with it. Hartsy. <laughs> I remember Chara punched him in the head one time, and uh, he'd come back to the bench. I'm like, you're not going to drop your gloves with I go, the guy drills you right in the head, and you just sit there and look at him. He goes... I'm not fighting him. He's six foot nine. <laughs> Don't blame him. That's I go, good, good job. That's a good call by you. <laughs> you might have been mopping him up yeah. there. Yeah. Anyone for yeah, that matter. For sure. That would yeah, be Char. Smart. That's smart hilarious. Smart move. He's still around. <laughs> tell, still talk on, about he's still on TV now. He is on TV. He's on TV. Yeah, Why do you watch him? Yeah. Archie's good. Yeah, yeah he is good. He's doing yeah. a great job. He's doing good. Real good. Good man. Good man. I know your favorite play probably his ever is when he threw that glove. Oh I know you God. talk about that a lot. I was like, who does that? <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh, wow. I laughed so hard. I couldn't yeah, believe what I, I was watching. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. So, classic heartsy. So you got home for the uh, – I know you usually would get home for the holidays and everything, yeah. but this time you actually got to spend, you know, more than – Two or three days, and how how was that with the family? Good, yeah. You know the family's not with me when I'm in when I was in St. Louis, so uh, it's good. Come home, kids, you know, wife, and uh, just being around. You know, went to Florida after Christmas for a few days with them, and you know, it's been nice. Just kind of you know relaxing, yeah, not really focusing on anything and just enjoying time. Is that it, what the plan is? Just kind of right now, I, yeah. We'll see what happens. You yeah. know, I'm not I'm not gonna just jump at anything and this time of year i think you know you know teams it's it's kind of hard to make changes i guess right. this time of year depends we'll see what happens sorry nasty that. violation that's a hundred dollar fine yeah I'm sorry <laughs> but we'll see what happens yeah, yeah. any, any uh, me- media opportunities or is that something yeah um you know we'll see i think um there's an opportunity to do some tv maybe yeah. and um uh, you know, we'll see how that goes or when they reach out and yeah, I'll think about it. But uh, that could be a possibility for sure. Mm-hmm. You uh, <clears throat> we were talking before we started here. Uh, you, you jumped on with Jay Rosehill yeah. uh, yesterday on his pie, his daily thing. Uh, did you say something to him about his game? You were saying there about a stick? I know you used to tell Ben Eager that. <laughs> the few guys oh, probably. Yeah. Leave it on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't say that Jay. It's a good man, Jay. You know, I was had you know had the chance to coach him here in Philly and be around him, and uh, 
He's doing well. They had me on the show yesterday, and uh, so it was good to see him. Haven't seen him in a long time, and seems like that show's doing well, and um, he's doing well, which is good. Yeah, yeah. He has some pretty good clips we see yeah, once in a while. I uh, try to catch it uh, daily, but he was talking about. <clears throat> I know it's a Toronto-based yeah. show, basically. Uh, but it, boy, he 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 laid it. It was the one day I think he was laying into Marner and all oh, that. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, whoa. <laughs> But but he was right. He's right. He was yeah. right. But uh, yeah, he kind of sees it how he says yeah, it. Yeah, it's he a sees harsh it. media there in Toronto yeah. for sure. I mean that they're you know they scrutinize them pretty hard. Yeah. The team. So was it like that when you played there? I know you spent a little um, bit of time there. Yeah, but. I played there only for about a half a season. I don't know. I doubt it. No, I don't think it would have been a bad as bad then as it is now. Yeah. I think yeah. and. Uh, you know, just the way their team's built and the players they have on it, and they expect to win. Yeah. So yeah. when I was there, we weren't expected to win. We weren't very good. And But now with Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, and these guys, yeah. they've got, you know, real good players, and, you know, they're, they expect to, to win and yeah. do things there. Yeah. Well, they finally – who had the curse? <coughs> who do we have that, that said – Oh, yeah, yeah, JR, JR the JR, yeah. We had JR on, uh, Jeremy Roenick, one of your former teammates on, <clears throat> and he was talking about the JR curse. They finally got past the first round because it was the last time they had was the Flyers score. He scored that overtime goal, got way back. How many years he ago was, was out that? Yeah. It was so long ago. But um, uh, Matthew scored his 30th last night. Yeah, he can score. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. very good player. I mean, he's... <clears throat> legitimately the best scorer in the league or one of them for sure and good size and he's he's a hell of a player he really is mm-hmm. good i know you you <clears throat> like when you when you're coaching you're you're more worried about your team but uh if you did get to watch other games like during the playoffs and stuff what what is it with them do you think that well they they won they won in the first yeah. round last year but what is it with that team why can't they you know, keep going. Are they soft? Like, not, I don't mean that to be a dick, but like, yeah. are they too soft? Mm, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of a combination of things. Um, you know, I think when you get into the playoffs, uh, you have to have a certain style, I think, to advance and keep moving on. It's, it's a, it's a grind. It's like a, it's a heavy game. Yeah. It's a heavy game. And I just maybe find that, they try to play too much of a skilled game still in the playoffs, yeah. and that can bite you in the ass. Like, yeah. I mean, you got to play pretty direct. You got to be able. You got to. You got to want to forward check and play good defense, and and it's a grind. You gotta mm-hmm. Grind it out, grind it out. And um, but you know, it's hard for me to comment on that. I'm not there. Right. I don't like to say too much, you know. But uh, they definitely have a ton of skill on that team with them top guys, and um, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't really tell you the tr- uh, the the answer on that. You feel like when you when you were watching the last few years, they just in their own heads almost because that's all well, everyone talks about, it, right? It's, yeah, and it's a lot of pressure there. I yeah. mean, you you're hearing a lot every day, a lot, probably more than any place else in the league, mm-hmm. about you know what's going on and you know every little situation scrutinized and yeah. players yeah. and this and that and it's it's a grind. It's it's hard on you. Yeah. For sure. Can't be easy. No. No, No, it's a tough place. Yeah. Tough place to play, tough place to be, and, um, you know, on the team, there's, like, a lot of pressure. Yeah, for sure. 
How did uh, how did the, the firing all transpire? Was that something that you saw coming? Or uh, I don't know if I really saw it coming. Like, I don't, I guess I wasn't looking at it like that. I mean, you know, we. I think um, playing Vegas back-to-back and we beat them in Vegas, come home, we were up in that game, we lose that game at home, then we go on the road to Columbus and Chicago and... You know, we just we we blew both those games. Um, just made mistakes and kind of didn't perform at the level needed against teams that we should beat. Yeah, and came home, played Detroit again. It was like a back and forth game, lots of goals. Um, I didn't think anything was going to happen, but you know, after the game, did the media and came in my room, and then Doug came in. So I knew because Doug never comes down after oh, okay. the game. You know, I usually talk to him after the game on the phone. So I knew something was up. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, but it was time. You know, yeah. that's the bottom line. I mean, uh, the team just wasn't performing at a, a good enough level. And, uh, you know, whether whatever the reason they got tired of hearing me and or just, you know, got to move on at some point. Yeah. Hey, it's it's frustrating when you're like you coached as well. Obviously, chief, you've been coaching. You you sometimes wonder. I I get. We always hear like, oh, the message is getting stale. Like whatever. I never thought you got stale. There's a few guys I've worked for that I didn't really think ever got stale. But um, it's frustrating because like as I've never been at the level you guys have had, <clears throat> but just playing high school, college, whatever, like. I always want to win and I always want to compete. It, it blows my mind sometimes when you have guys. And I, I know it's a totally different thing because yeah. it's you're an NH, you make a lot of money. It's a business, all this stuff, but kind of drives you nuts a little bit when you when you see that happen. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's frustrating. It's it's a frustrating uh, coaching is frustrating in general. Like, I mean, it's you you know you can't go out there and play. You try to prepare your team best possible. Um, you know, holding people accountable as best you can. Like it's, it's about, you know, a team being a team and playing together as a team. Um, that's how you win. And that's how mm-hmm. you perform at a high level every night. Um, you know, I think just, we had good, good spurts of good team play and, and good hockey, but just not consistent enough. Yeah. We're inconsistent, so inconsistency is not good, and um, you know that's what happens. You get you know things have to change. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're in a rebuild, which is what, yeah, kind of said. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of confused on where like last year the Flyers probably should have lost more games to get a chance at Bedard. I know no one wants to lose, right? Like everybody's like tank, but. Um, you were 500 when everything went down with you. Like, was it a four-game I mean, four like, losing streak? I mean, right? Is that what it was? And is that it just seems a little, it, to me, I mean, I don't know. It just seems uh, a little, little I think odd. we're in a rebuild, or they talked like a rebuild, but still want to make playoffs. Yeah. Well, that's not rebuilding. <laughs> no, it's tough. Like, I mean, it's just, listen, every time I went behind a bench, I wanted to win the game. Of course. Yeah, of that's course. It. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's we want to win the game. And the players should want well, to yeah, win the game. I mean, I mean obviously. Oh, I think they did want to win. Right. Um, like I said, we just, um, I think, didn't perform well enough as a team, you know. Yeah. Uh, we had individuals playing well and, and on, you know, nights. And, and con- there were some guys playing pretty consistent hockey, but 
just on a night to night basis, you know, we weren't, uh, we didn't play well enough as a team. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're not good enough to get by, like, you know, a Toronto can go out and two of their skilled guys can win a game for right. them. You know, yeah. we're not, we're not built like that. Yeah. Well, it's always easy to fire the coach. How was like the, the core of the leadership group there? Is it, was it obviously different from when you won? Yeah, the I was and, new. I mean, um, you know, it was a new leadership core. Did a lot of work in the summer with them and going forward through camp and everything to um, try to prepare these guys and uh, what's needed to um, lead the team. Mm-hmm. And I think they're still learning. I, You know, they're just trying to find their way still. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's a process, right? Yeah. Some of these guys have maybe never been in those types of roles before, right? I mean, Yeah, for sure. And... It's not an easy job. No, it, right. You know, you're when you're a leader, you're you're expected to do more. You're ex- there's more expected of you, and um, it's 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 a big uh, sacrifice yeah. to be a leader on the team. It we, really is. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I mean, since you guys, since you won the cup, you, you know, losing O'Reilly, like O'Reilly, you lost Petrangelo, your captain, even Patty Maroon, who wasn't one of your captains, but probably was a leader on that team. Um, it's tough to, when you're replacing guys. I know O'Reilly just left last year, but yeah. still, it's it's got to be tough. Yeah, he, you know, O'Reilly was good. Like, I mean, real good player for sure. Um, and he did a good job as a captain, but, you know, he obviously leads by example uh with his work ethic um daily like this is at practice you know before practice like i mean there's not a more prepared guy you really have yeah he he works at the at his game yeah, at I, a high level i love like videos. he doesn't take days off yeah you know great. he's always out there doing things and working on his game and you know he's got very like he's very good at um self-awareness and when he's not good enough and you can tell like he gets pissed off at himself and he critiques himself very well yeah you know he knows when he's not doing a good enough job and uh, he was good you know um we had some real good leadership in that organization with going back to when we won and even before that um you know with steen and bo meester mm. and petra yeah, right. yeah. Uh, a lot of guys you know that took care of the room and took care of things did a good job yeah that was a scary situation i forgot about the yeah I, forgot about there. Too. Man, I remember talking to you the next day and you said he didn't look good laying there yeah it was a tough situation to be scary. part of and see that and but bo's doing great Is he, you know, yeah. he comes and sees us out west when we're on the road all the time he That's comes awesome. by he's one of the best i love bo yeah and you know he comes by to calgary or edmonton says hi to us and chats with us for a while and uh he's doing really well so it's good yeah it's great that's awesome yeah I, I love the videos you see of uh o'reilly like before the game with the ball is it Kind of skills, yeah. kind of like me, you know, <laughs> with, with the, the Mitties chief. You know, you've seen them. Um, but, yeah. We got a few guys with the ball <laughs> out there before the practice, our games and stuff, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck is stick handling out there?" Because I could hear it in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Chopping it chopping up. It chopping it up. Oh my god! What are you doing? Oh, that's uh, great. Um, you had our buddy this year, obviously about a half a year, but Kevin Hayes. Yeah, uh, Hazy. Good, good, great guy. Great guy. Uh, yeah, I had. A, you know, I liked Hazy. Um, you know, real good uh, locker room guy. And um, 
a player that you know he doesn't have great speed or, or those types of things, but um, he's you know good with the puck and can yeah, hang yeah. on to the puck and big and strong and uh, he's a great guy, Hazy. Yeah, patience. <laughs> does, does, patience. Does, does the patience drive you crazy sometimes? They holding on to the puck, or is that just you just kind of like <laughs> let him well, do his thing with those I guys? I think at times. I mean. Um, you know, I think it just depends on the situation. You right. know, that's his game. So yeah, it is, you gotta right. like you gotta let him play his game to a certain extent, uh, you know, hanging on to the puck and being patient with it. But yeah, you know, definitely there's times where you want him to move it or shoot it or do something with it. Yeah. But he does have a lot of patience with yeah, it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And then uh Braden Shen, obviously you're a fan of Shen or with the Flyers. The captain this year. Yeah. I mean, seems to have been a role he was evolving into. I mean, yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, I think co- coming into this year, um, he was chosen to be the captain, and it was the right choice. I think that um, there's some future guys there, but they're still a little young mm-hmm. and uh, not ready for it. And I think that's always a mistake that you can make is giving it to a guy that's not ready. Yeah. But Schenner's been around. He's won. Um, he's seen some real good leaders. So he's still he's still learning. And, and you know, as being the captain, like I said, it's a big uh, commitment. And um, But, you know, Schenner, I've been with Schenner a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like Schenner a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is that an organizational decision? Is that have players' influence on that? Like Just did... uh, organization. Yeah. Yeah, no players. No players, no. Well, a lot of them would probably want to think they're the captain. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sure they do. Oh, the Flyers are still waiting on their captain. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I think we could have went into the season without one personally. Right. You know, um, how do you feel about that? Like, do you think do you think that's the right play to go without the, a captain? I think it is if your your team's kind of. Like you talk about a rebuild or yeah. just trying to, um, you know, you know, get to another level. Like, you know, I think it's okay not to have a captain. Yeah. I don't think it... Like just to slap a C on someone's jersey just for the sake nah, of it. That's, yeah, not right. th- yeah. that's not the right move. I agree. Yeah. Um, and I think it's okay to do that and, you know, wait till yeah. the opportunity comes in the right... That you think is the right time and the right person mm-hmm. to give the C to. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, if yeah. you're in a, you're a team that's ready to, you know, do something, then I think it's probably important to have a captain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can make a statement at some point. I mean, I think it's interesting to see what the Flyers do because obviously there's, you know, lots is rocking the A. They've never, yeah. Torts has come out and said, you know, not, he wasn't going to, not going to announce one year, anytime yeah. soon, but like, you know, they make a playoff run and you're going into playoffs and, you know, like, I mean, at yeah, some they, point, it's like, are you making a, do you make a statement and say, like, this is, like, who we chose is the, the captain to, to lead us the rest of the way? Or do you still um, hold your, no, your parts to your chest? No, I would say wherever they get to this year, I don't think that'll change. No, I think okay. they'll just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they're doing well. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, they're playing good hockey and um, they're above expectations right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think any changes are needed. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I was going to ask you uh, but the... Jordan Bennington there in uh, <clears throat> St. Louis. He seems to really hate to lose, which is what you want. But uh, sometimes his antics, I don't even want to say it, just snap snap shows. Did it drive you nuts or were you just kind of chuckling under your breath? I mean, I didn't. I mean, I get I get it. It's emotional, and he's an emotional guy. And, he, you know, he gets upset and takes kind of matters in his own hands at times. I think you want your goalie 
not to probably get involved that way, you know, I, I really, but at the same time, you know, there's times that, you know, I don't blame him either, you know, you know, things happen and, you know, he wants, he wants to do something about it or whatever. And, uh, sometimes, like I said, his emotions, you know, get to the best of him a little bit. Yeah. But he was always good about it. I just talked to him after about it and, you know. Did you say, what were you he, doing? <laughs> what were you thinking? What were you doing? <laughs> yeah. But then he was fine. Like, you know, yeah. we just moved on from it and get ready for the next game. Yeah. What, what did he want to flower him and uh, Mark Andre Fleury? Flower oh. was mic'd. It was it was yeah. pretty funny. Hi, he wants. The, what was he saying? He wants the fight. Like, let me go. You know. Yeah, Flower. He said that uh, he'd never been in a fight before. Yeah, and he, he wanted to get in one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was gonna. I think I said to you one day on the phone, like, "Is Bennington tough?" You're like, "Well, I don't know." I'm like, "Well, he better be." Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right>. Sooner <laughs> or later, yeah. someone's gonna find so, out yeah, yeah, if yeah. he is or not. No, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he could handle himself, yeah, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just used to chuckle a little bit when he would go nuts. I kind of oh, liked yeah. it just because when goalies do that. It makes for good for TV. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. good TV. And then, you know, you probably got to answer to it, though, with the, with the media. Yeah, one of my favorite unraveled. things in St. Louis, now my mind's going blank on one of the guy's dads was asking you a question. You know, you oh, thought you were doing a media screen. Bozak. Oh, yeah, no. that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bozak. It was like, <laughs> that was, it was great. like a year ago or something. Yeah. I forget where we were. And, uh, it was a dad's trip, right? Yeah. And he kind of he got was, in with the media? Yeah, he was in the media, and he was asking a couple questions about, to me about, about Bozy's ice time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say he, better be, he needs to be better or well, something? Well, I said, uh, you know, we looked at his ice times over the last uh, month or so, and right now this seems to be the best ice time for him. We don't want him to overextend himself. He's a little bit older of a player now, so we've got to rest him. <laughs> That was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh man, what were your thoughts on on the, the um, Jordan Cairo? I know obviously you probably saw the media clip there. You know, being uh, a little just, bit short with his original answer, and then kind yeah, of, I just think he's a young kid, or he's not a kid. Like a, he's still young, and you know, immature a little bit. Whatever they just answered the way they answer it, and then everybody, you know, it got yeah, it got a little nuts. got escalated, and it shouldn't have, but it did, and then. He got emotional about it, and it's fine. Yeah, that's. I really don't. Doesn't bother me at all. I don't. Yeah. I have no comment to be honest with you. Like, what am I? I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I actually feel for the kid. Yeah, you know, I feel like, bad because you know he got put in a situation. He didn't know what to say, so he said nothing. And um, you know, then yeah. fans and everybody get on him, and it gets escalated over nothing. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it breezed over pretty quickly. I think he came back and well, scored, he scored a, couple. a couple of apples, and then yeah. he's like, everything's good, right? One was an empty net, so it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Um, what would Ally Afraidy have done? Shot it wide. <laughs> you got to tell him. He Rick said, I don't, score, I don't score an empty net goals. He goes, I don't I don't shoot pucks in empty nets. <laughs> Where were you guys playing, Ottawa? Yeah, we were playing Listen somewhere, and he had a chance to score, and he shot it in the corner. And I'm like, what are you Terry doing? Murray? I'm freaking out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because could end the game, right? But he doesn't. And he goes, I don't score an empty net. <laughs> what did Murph say? Real men don't Murph score. Murph freaked out. <laughs> <all I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Real, Real men, men don't score an empty net. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Big Al. That is classic. Oh, my God. He's legend. What did the rest of the boys say when that? Oh, God. They just <laughs> Put you the never, game away. Huh? You put the game away. What happens oh, yeah. if they come down and score or oh, something? Of course. It's unbelievable. He was he was a beauty elf. He made you laugh. 
<laughs> Real men don't Buy score. Buy five or six that. new suits, make you feel better. Oh, yeah. Carry 10 grand with them everywhere we went in the road. <laughs> yep, time to go shopping, chief. Let's go. <laughs> 10 Gs, I got to spend it. <laughs> it's burning a hole in his pocket, yeah, I know, man. Right? Oh, he's a beauty. He was one of the, the best, best reps. Well, yeah, he was, he's a great guy. Yeah. So the first one of the first games I played with him in Wash, I walked in between periods to do something in the stick room. I guess I went to do something with my stick, and there was Al in there. He puts a cigarette in his mouth and grabs the blowtorch, <laughs> and he lights a cigarette up, and he's smoking yeah. the dart. And I'm looking at him like, are you serious? <laughs> and he's like puffing away in a cigarette Just every me. period, no. like nothing. Nah, shirt no off deal, you know just i was laughing i couldn't believe what i saw he, yeah he's a specimen <laughs> skate 100 miles an hour out there yeah huh? imagine him shooting with these sticks now i'd love to cool. back back into the 120 oh my god could you like how hard to keep shooting he ball? could I mean, rip it was, it was over hundo oh yeah like with a it was the hardest stick. shoot it was yeah. Yeah. Back in the he day. could rip it he um what chief he he was as you know he was working for warrior mm, that's right. and um what a guy to like be a stick rep because this guy knew the sticks and it was funny i, I actually felt terrible because uh chemo teaming and had sticks come in uh, you would have been there you would have been coaching with us and uh chemo was like i don't i think the curve's a little off so i just call out i'm like hey you might want to make some new sticks for chemo he thinks the curve's a little off he's like well i'm, I'm coming and see you guys i was like well just have him check it maybe send six in you know, instead, because I just had received 24. Next morning, I'm at the, I'm at the rake there at the skate zone. Somebody's banging on the door early, like 7 a.m. I open up, it's Big Al. You know, it's a head shave. <laughs> Fucking dark. Off Harley or what? No, he, dro- he lived in Detroit. He drove all wow. night. Amazing. And I oh, said, yeah. what are you doing? Did you drive? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, God, grab some cigs. <laughs> <laughs> Got in the car, listened to music, cruised here all night. He's like, come on out here. Let's talk. And I went. Well, I don't smoke. He's like, well, just stand here with me. So we go out there, we're talking, we come back. Chemo comes down the hallway a little bit later once he gets there, and he says, uh, he's looking at his sticks again. He goes, I, I think they're all right, actually. Now, the more I look <laughs> at them, fucking poor Al drove. Oh, yeah. Al drove all the way from Detroit. Well, we went to lunch and everything. Oh, but my God. We, at the trainers' meetings, every, you know, the trainers' meetings you've yep. been going to with Toby, um, one of our sponsors. Uh, I was there. This was years back when he was working for Warrior. So, you you've been to the place out in um, Arizona, that big resort. We used to stay there. You've been there too because yeah. we stayed there your first year. Yeah. Well, so that's where the event is. Well, they're this year, right? That's yeah, where we went this year. Yeah. Right, yeah, right there. So you can't smoke even at the pool, even though you're outdoors, right? So he comes up from upstairs. He had his golf shirt on, you know, warrior golf shirt, and he had shorts. And he comes up there, shirt right off over his shoulders, all tied it up, jack ball head. Sparks up a dart. He's walking with me, and I'm like, "Hey, you can't smoke out here." He goes, "It's we're outside." This guy comes over and says, uh, "Hey, uh, sir, excuse me." He's like, "You can't smoke by the pool." He goes, "It'll be all right, big boy." We're outside. <laughs> just keeps going. The guy just like walks away. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't even ask him again. I just like, the dude, rules, "What yeah. are you doing, man?" Oh my but god. When, but it's funny you said that about the the, blow the torch. torch because my uh, one of my first few games in Florida, right out of college, it was. Uh, Huntsy coming off that suspension where Murph was oh. Murph puking. That's just Murph puking in the bathroom there. Uh, but uh, Big Al's there, and I, I, you know, I never met him before. I'm like, look at this guy. He's he's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's got the his hair is bald, but he's got the hair in the back. No no shirt on, sitting in the hallway of Miami Arena. 
<laughs> Same sparking thing. Sparking one, oh, one yeah. up. I'm like, this guy's smoking during the game. Like, what the fuck is oh, going yeah. on? But, uh, yeah, beauty. I always, I've told that story, Chief. You told me about him saying real men don't score. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> a different era. That's awesome, man. Um, I think you kind of touched on it a minute ago, but uh, you're in no big rush, right, to, like, well, kind of wait to like see. Like I or? said, we'll just see what happens. I mean, I want to coach again. So, yeah. you know, it's got to be a good situation. And, like, you know, you got to make sure it's a good fit, too, like with your general manager, the organization, what direction they're going in, you know, what where they at, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Is it um, – I know with me, <laughs> like, when I, when I wasn't able to go back with the team – the first few months was driving me fucking bananas because you know you're on a routine. Yeah, is you, it tough for you that way? Like, or well, is it, it help is. being around the kids. Yeah, kids. You know, they they're my twins are 15 and uh, and um, well, we have five of them all together with my wife, but um, three 15 year olds and so there's a lot of stuff you can do with them. They yeah, want to go here, true. they want to go there. You got to drive in places and do all this. <laughs> Spend money on them, and I was asking for cash. You can't take it with you, big boy. Huh? Can't take oh, it. They'll spend it. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know they will. I know yeah, they but will. you, yeah, but you're in a routine, and you kind of, it's it gets a little uh, tricky at times, you know. Yeah. You know, but you know, I go to the gym three times a day and train. Well, so. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, <okay>. why not? <laughs> Tells me the other day he goes, "Dead left." What'd you say? Dead left more than anybody in the world, <laughs> or whatever it's called. Five, five Try to keep busy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to. How's How's Podell doing? Podes is good. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, I talk to him all the time. He's doing great. He's, yeah. Uh, he does a great job there. I mean, they they love him there. Yeah, uh, that's good. Doug that Armstrong really likes him a lot, and he's done a great job there with uh, the team. And um, yeah, he's doing well. That's, that's good. He's doing really well. Yeah, he's in great shape. You know, Pod's always working out. Yeah, he's still wearing he, the single toe shoes around. No, 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 no. He doesn't do that anymore. No. You didn't let him, did you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one rule. That's, one rule. That was dumb. <laughs> we should, I don't know but, how he how he's done so well because he he wasn't any good. Oh uh, well, I think he yeah I, he, he obviously jumped ship on his it's own. A, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Pods. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. he's great. No, he, I meant here. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. yeah, he's good at what he does. Sorry for the quick break, but I got to ask you, asked. You ever struggle? Buying tickets online for any sporting events or concerts? Well, let me tell you. As a matter of fact, yes. And we've talked about this. I was this week I was just looking for Jonas Brother tickets and can't find good seating. All that. It's very frustrating. You shouldn't have to worry about tickets when you're going to your next event. I'll tell you a place that'll help you and it's game time. It's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater, any kind of event near you. Last minute deals. Uh, the prices are great. You get views of your seat and you and you get the best price guaranteed. And that's that's all you can ask for because it is frustrating when you're trying to get tickets and, and you almost feel like you're getting scammed. And especially when you're in a jam last second to, to go into reliable source. And, and again, like you said, Viewing the seats, knowing where you're actually going to be sitting is important for the experience itself. Exactly. On, on the Game Time app, you get last-minute tickets. You get flash deals, zone deals. It's the easiest way to buy tickets for any event in your area. So basically what I'm telling you, Riles, is Game Time is the only ticketing app 
that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. We all want to save. Of course. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code NASTY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code N-A-S-T-Y, NASTY, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Let's go. The The other day, Chief, I was thinking about, I don't know if I said this to you, but I was watching the Flyers game, and you guys remember there was a, a ma- not a mannequin, what do you call ventriloquist guy had mm. the dummy behind the Flyers bench, and it was pretty creepy looking. Right. And they kept, every time they showed torts, this guy's got the mannequin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought back to when we were in Norfolk in the lockout, and we go to this bar, me, you, Johnny Way. Johnny Way. Adam yeah. Patterson. And we get into the bar, and there's a guy, there's a ventro- tr- ventriloquist. And AP is freaked out by clowns and, and those dummies. <laughs> and he goes, I don't, I, we're sitting there and he goes, I, I don't like this. Sh- this shit creeps me out. Johnny Way says, AP, it's all right. The guy holding him is the one really talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we just looked at each other like, what? Oh, that was such a Johnny Way no comment. <laughs> Oh my Dude, God. so AP a few weeks ago Johnny sends me Way. the picture of that. Oh, and, yeah. And he goes, Don't worry, Nast. It's the guy holding him that's talking. <laughs> he was unbelievable, this Johnny Way. Oh, I said, Hey, if you want to win, though, bring him in. Yeah. One year, one winner. Yeah. One winner. cup, one win. And he's gone. He's tangible. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, he never, he, Chief always says, Big boy. And that's big all boy. this guy says. Big boy. 12 Mountain Dews. Five lippers. This guy was a beauty. Brought yeah. the energy, though. He brought the energy, and then Pac-Man put you right to bed. Pac He's... will put you to sleep. <laughs> We're talking. Storytelling. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's pretty good. Is there any any truth to rumblings around uh, talking with Ottawa? I know there was some... I haven't talked to no. him personally. So that you was know? more like speculation around... Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I haven't talked to him personally, but now, like, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, but, you know, now they're... Steos is the general manager. Dave yeah. Pullen come yeah, in, Dave. yeah, which is great for Pooley. Um, back in the game that way, um, so we'll see what they do. I mean, yeah. they got new ownership and they got a good team. They got a lot of good young players. You know, um, we got a good future. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's good. The um, we had uh, Dave Pullen on a while back, <clears throat> and he said something that was really interesting about even guys up now at this level when they're younger, like nowadays they're not teaching these kids how to hit or take hits because they're kind of trying to take, and then they're, they're getting up to these elite levels and getting hurt, turning their backs to hits and shit like that. What do you, you Yeah, mean? I would say to an, a, a certain extent that's probably true. Um, you know, I mean, injuries, there's there's a lot of injuries in the, in the NHL and per, all sports, football, a lot of injuries because of the speed mm. uh, yeah. of the games. They're, um, the, the game is so quick, you don't have no time. Yeah. And, you know, one wrong position or hit or whatever, it you know, that could be an injury. And, yeah. But the yeah. game's just so fast and it's so powerful now. You know, there's just, there's not huge hits. There, at times there is, but there's just contact all the time. 
Yeah, and that's where guys are get. That's yeah. where guys get injured. Guys the like, speed of the game is just fast. No, it's incre- like, I mean, it's, it's quick, yeah. and you don't have much time to. You don't. You don't have time to make decisions that like you don't. It's just too quick. Yeah, <laughs> and you got guys like Nick Cousins burying him <coughs> behind. <laughs> I saw situations. that hit that <laughs> Nicky did. Yeah. And then he got drilled. And then he got drilled. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't know why. I think he was looking out of the uh, the ear loop hole with his fucking helmet. <laughs> Ovi hit. Uh, Ovi hit Hughes pretty good last night. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. right. Like he was far enough away from the boards where it wasn't, uh, you know, an op- he could have got hurt on that play if he was a little bit closer to the boards because yeah. he went went into the boards a little bit with more force, but. Ovi's always a big guy. Yeah, he's a yeah, big guy. Yeah. And we've we've talked about this a little bit, Chief. Sometimes some of these kids, kind of on Dave Poulin's point, they they expect that they're not going to get hit. Like sometimes I know the, the youngest shoot, Luke Hughes, went in this year a couple times. Yeah, like you're going in to get the puck, and there's yeah, a guy no, on you. Like you got to be ready to get hit. Yeah. And no, guy, definitely. I mean, there's you know, I think it's they're you're young guys. You know, yeah. It takes time, learn, and you know, like I said. You know, guys are on you right away. It's fast. So yeah. if you're not ready and prepared, how you're going into the board, especially a defenseman, uh, protecting yourself and doing the right things, yeah. you can get hurt. Yeah. Remember, uh, Travis Sanheim was a guy when he first came in the league. He would put himself in the bad spots all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you've been following the Flyers, uh, but it, they, I just bring up his name because we're talking about that. But his game's come a long way, and I feel like he's. Matured enough where he don't put himself in these spots anymore. He's yeah. more confidence to his game. And well, defenseman as a as a defenseman coming in the National Hockey League, it takes a longer to become the player that you're going to become than a forward for right. the most part. It takes a few years, and he's playing at a high level now. Mm-hmm. His skating ability and um, transporting a puck up the ice, and you know, he he's only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, a, Good examples. We had Vince Dunn in um, St. Louis, and same kind of thing. Now Dunner's in Seattle, and he's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, but he was good for us too. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't at the level he is at now. Yeah, you know, it just takes time for these guys to mature and grow. And sure. as a defenseman, it's a tough position to play. Yeah, yeah. going well, back for pucks and having pressure oh, yeah. on you every shift, you know, basically. Understanding the four checks, seeing where it's coming, looking, making the right play with the puck, defending, you know, having a good stick all the time to defend. Uh, those are huge things as a yeah. defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. The um, I, I was going to ask you, like, um, was there any truth to the rumors that you were hearing about uh, Tory Krug and – and Sandy getting traded, or was well, it I think so for sure. I mean, I think that um, that was, you know, we would we we would have loved to have Sandheim, right? You know, with the size and his length and his skating ability, and young, he's young, mm-hmm. so yeah, the, I'm sure, but it didn't work out. Yeah, his yeah. game definitely, like Riley said, is he definitely. I mean, he's taking a couple steps this oh, year. Yeah. He's like, fuck, he's playing 26 minutes a night almost. Yeah, um, and he's played really well. He really has. Yeah. Any other those guys that you coached back in the day? You got lots. I mean, you, uh, obviously seeing him kind of grow into that leadership role and mature as a player. I mean, yeah, lots. Um, obviously, I think. Well, he's a little bit down this year compared to last year, right? Yeah. Um, I guess production wise, you know, he's I haven't watched line. him that closely. Fourth line right yeah, now. I haven't watched him that closely this year, uh, but. 
You know, Lots is a, he plays the game hard. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a two-way player and, you know, plays the game the right way. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not following him that closely, so I don't know what's going on with him. But right. um, coming out of junior, you know, there was a lot of expectations with him, I think, from where he was going to play as a centerman, you know, second line, third line, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, when I first had him, he was a young kid. He had a lot of – I thought there was a lot of potential there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but – Realistically, now his age and where he's at, he's probably like a third line center in the National Hockey League. Yeah, and, he, and he's accepting of that. I think you know even. Well, and that's a big part of it too is accepting your role. Yeah. I think accepting, and that takes time too. It does, like yeah. it you know, depending on when you're where you're drafted and the expectations coming out of the draft, and sometimes they don't always work out to be the player that you're expected to be. Right. And then it's accepting what you could be. And then accepting that role, and that's where you become a real good player. Yeah, for your team. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's understanding what you are, mm -hmm. and and uh, accepting of that. Yeah, and that yeah. role super important. I think his time down with the Phantoms when he got sent down after what two years with the Flyers. Yeah, it was certainly humbling. But he, he went he, with the right attitude. He went with the right attitude. Yeah, before, yeah, accepting is exactly the word. I think you go back up and you're. You know, you don't yeah. think you're anything you're not now. You you know exactly where you need to be. I think it takes yeah. a long time for some guys, or some guys never figure that out. I well, think. there's a lot of yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that don't figure that out. And yeah, it, they're then they're out of the league, right? Well, for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta get you. Well, I'll bring this up because I tell the story all the time. When I was still on the team, I know I told you guys. Uh, <laughs> We had a day off in Pitt, and we were going to Monday Night Football. Well, we are going over to the cheerleaders' tailgate. <laughs> and serious. I'm literally in my room, and I'm, like, getting ready to go downstairs. And, and NHL Network's on, and <clears throat> Chiefs coach, they're playing uh, in Detroit. They're up 4-1. You blow the lead. You end up winning in overtime. And when you get the game winner in overtime, Chief just storms off the show. The bad year is pissed because you gave up th three yeah. the lead in a, in a third. And uh, <laughs> Braden Shannon called me, too. But uh, – Chief, actually, I leave my room, go downstairs, start walking over to the stadium, right? A bunch of us saw it. He, he calls, big boy, what's up? Watch, just watch your highlights. He goes, oh, we were awful last night. You know what? I read because you blew the lead. And uh, <laughs> Shinner told me this, that you called timeout because they scored two quick ones. <laughs> and the boys all come over to the bench and, you know, expecting him to, like, probably lay into him a little bit, like, let's wake up. But he doesn't say anything, and guys are kind of looking, and you're talking to Otter, I guess, and then you look, oh, no, boys, I'm, I call timeout so Larkin can rest. <laughs> <laughs> you're letting him do whatever he wants. So just in the – and Shinner, you told me this. Then Shinner literally called me after I hung up with you because he saw a Snapchat I had sent up, and he goes, you should have heard your boy last night. We were crying. Oh, and then he does cool. score to he tie. Scored, yeah. <laughs> and then you win it in overtime. And, uh, I, I mean, that shit I love because it's like, yeah, you know, like it's a serious situation, but at the same time, like you get your guys a little loose and back well, that's up it, saying right? something like that. I I know I would it's have the classic. towel up. I used to all the time when you'd say, oh, say yeah. shit to guys. But and it's then I think you, I think mm. you told me uh, after the game too. Pat, you saw Petrangelo out there, and you, you said, "Did you uh, do you want us to trade you to Detroit?" <laughs> said, no, why? Because <laughs> you were playing for him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking greatest. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, boys, back the boys appreciate that. 
you you'd set him on the bench. You want to maybe tell uh, so and so that uh, he's playing for us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at you. What? Are you watching him? I would say it's that head that coach that I'm saying this shit to him. I'm like, you want to keep playing him? <laughs> what? Shut up and hand guys sticks. He said, learn how to sharpen skates. Oh, oh yeah, so oh, funny man. stuff. I miss that stuff, man. That was awesome. Well, you got to do, do different things at times. Yeah, you know? yeah. Keep them on their toes a little, a little bit. sarcasm doesn't hurt once in a while. Right. Not oh, too yeah. much, but once in a while, I think it's, you know, yeah. it's important. It's Shoney. Was he sarcastic? Jim Schoenfeld? Oh, he was sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had JR, like I said, we had JR on. He said the one time he, he lipped off to him in the, oh, in yeah. the video and showing everybody get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rolling his Suspenders. sleeves up. <laughs> should kick him. Big man, too. Oh, he's a big hey. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one that uh, when that happened. Yeah, I, I, that. I told, uh, I've told a story, too. You, you told before about Shoney when he was talking about Gretz is going to get it, and he's going <laughs> to go here, and he's going to get it to Blakey, and then he just slams the board, and everybody jumps, and he goes, I want him dead. <laughs> Imagine. That's so old school. Did eh? you love that? You must oh, have loved that shit. Shoney was funny, man. Oh. I love Shoney. He would have the lineup, you know, before a game, their lineup, and he'd go through all the guys, right? <laughs> and... um you know, they have a tough guy on the other team, and he goes, okay, everybody, uh, Chief, if you want to fight him, do it early, get in and get out. Everybody else, stay away from him. You'd <laughs> <laughs> always say that. Yeah. If you want him, get him early, get out, get in and out, and then everybody else, stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> got to appreciate that honesty. Eh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was the best. I used to laugh. Everybody yep, stay got away. It. She was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, here we go. The, uh, was, uh, was Shoney... More sarcastic than uh, Sutter, than Daryl? Or was it well, kind of different? Different, you know, I think. You know, Daryl's Daryl's pretty quiet in the bench. Oh, Shoney, yeah. he'd be pretty vocal on the oh. bench at times, you know, pissed off or whatever, you know. Yeah. But Daryl, Daryl's more subtle and quiet and kind of whisper things into you, like, you know, <laughs> lean into you and say something to you, you know. What you and it just start laughing every yeah. time, man. It was unbelievable, some of the shit he did. What, what you tell, I can't remember who it was, is uh, Genla and Conroy, and who was on their line? That, I always forget the third guy. Oh, yeah, I was, uh, I like, I, I started the game with those guys, with Connie and Iggy, um, so I was like, you know, thinking, you know, you might score tonight. Yeah. Start playing with a couple of good players. And we we're in Montreal, I believe. It was like after the first period, maybe into the second early and stuff. And he kind of leaned in like this. We're all sitting beside each other. And he goes, you guys are done tonight. He goes. <laughs> Did he say it's hard game out there? Oh, yeah, hard game. I know you guys. You guys are like three broads out there tonight. You guys are done. You're <laughs> like, what I do? Yeah, well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Fucking got me benched. <laughs> Smashing that. Oh, yeah. He uh, was, Daryl was funny, though. He come said up, some funny things. Arm. What are you huh? laughing at? Oh, yeah. Before, he grabbed me. me one time. He came in there and, uh, like, at the end of the year in Calgary and, and so I, I, I know Daryl. I, I mean, I knew like all the Sutters pretty much. And um, I just, he'd come in and say stuff in the room and I'd be like putting my head down because I'd be laughing, right? Because it just, I was an older guy. Yeah, around. right. It's like, I wasn't, you know. 
And he come up to me and he goes, what are you doing laughing? And I'm like, oh, what do you want me to do? you hear what you're saying? <laughs> do you hear what you're saying? <laughs> he goes, does he do it to be funny, though? Or does he, or does he not even know he's funny? Like, No, I, he knows. I think he, he knows must. what he's doing. Yeah, He yeah, knows yeah. what he's doing, what he's saying, but... I, I just laughed. Yeah. We joked. He laughed about yeah, it. Because yeah. you know, I said, man, it's funny. That's funny, funny shit, shit you're saying. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. He was great. I love Daryl. Oh, yeah. man. We heard some I had, I, had, I, had, I really enjoyed playing for him. He's the type of guy I would have liked to play for when I was young, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he was great. Yeah. Was he more a little more animate, or animated uh, like off the bench in the locker room, or is it still kind of like? Oh well, yeah, yeah, during a in between periods and yeah. stuff, you never know. Like you could come in and really get after it, or depending on the situation, you know. Yeah, who is? Steve? But he was always up to something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he just, you know, he <laughs> kept you on your toes. Yeah, no, it's you funny. Know? Some of the stuff. Remember, Steger, uh, Christopher Steeg was on with us, and he was talking about <clears throat> he had a brief stint there. And he said it was weird because, you know, like you, whatever time you go in to address guys, nine minutes, eight minutes, whatever it is, you know, quickly in between periods. He's like, they would come, but they would stay in the room. Right. Like Daryl and his staff. And oh, was it Payne? I think he said, Payne. oh, yeah. Right. Was, he's like, uh, he's like, this is weird. Like, we're just staying in the room. And so Steger's like looking around. It's one of his first games. I think he said <laughs> they were in Vancouver and his jersey's hanging there. Well, so he grabs a jersey and he puts it on and his fucking for Steve 10 and the kick because he's like listening and looking around he's not paying attention and he says one of the coaches goes Steger you fucking jersey Steger says I'm trying fucking Daryl's looking at him he says I'm fucking freaking out because I got my jersey on backwards but he said that was kind of weird I just wondered if he uh, if he always did that if he like stay in the room after he addressed you or did he fucking like leave no I mean he would leave he would leave yeah, yeah. He, would, he was just always kind of roaming around and I never knew. <laughs> never knew what was going to happen. You tell me he came in at like 4 o'clock. You guys are just well, getting was, a coffee and music's playing. Yeah, the music's it. blaring in the room and ready. taping our sticks. And he come in there, his tie's kind of like, you know, half undone like it always is. And he gets in like a football stance and f with his hands on his knees and he's bent over and he's rocking back and forth. And he's he's screaming in the room at us about being ready and let's go you know and the music blaring you can barely hear him imagine what's going on when he spit too spitting oh yeah so when he does that is that like obviously guys think he's like he's fucking around but they're not sure how to, to deal with it is he trying to be funny or is he is he, no, is he trying know. to play the mind game is he trying to just he's like he's just intense yeah 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 he's intense you know he's intense yeah. Great guy, yeah. unbelievable yeah. guy, That's but wild. he's intense. You know, he's <laughs> it's he's not coming in there on just doing that out of you know on purpose. Just, just, just for fun, yeah. He's just doing it. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's just, <laughs> doing, just it. doing it. I think we we talked about this when you were on a couple of years ago, but like man, like some of your co you had some intense code. Like think about a Keenan oh, yeah. Sutter. Uh, Shoney, yeah. like you had you had more than that, but I mean, they're like yeah, three they're all pretty, intense and yeah, you know. All a little bit different, but they're all they're all great, and I mean, you just you know, they all just want you to compete and yeah. and play with intensity. Yeah. yeah, you know that's that's the the big thing with those three guys. You know, yeah. you got to play hard. You got to play hard. You got if you don't, you're not going to play. Yeah, or you don't want you. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. they just don't want you. Pretty straight. Got to play hard. Yeah, you know, For sure. and uh, that's what they demand. Um, from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, Torts is probably one of the last few kind of like, I mean, yourself included in that list, like, say, old school kind of, I say old school type of coaches. Like, you've obviously adapted to, like, the, the new yeah. age game because you have to and yeah. communicate and listen to the players. But, I mean, do you see it going where it's like, not that a coach would never demand hard work or expect the players to compete, but, like, that kind of what you're describing from from the coach well, I think you've got to have a different approach nowadays yeah. with uh, players and there you know you got to communicate there's a lot of communication on a daily basis with your players um, you know one-on-one stuff or just you know being around and talking to them I think that's really important and so they understand what's expected out of them and how things are going and I think that's important to um, just talk to your players yeah about a lot of things not yeah. just hockey you know and just yeah. Yeah. really get to know your players well and um you know i think that's the biggest difference i don't think coaches like when i played for them three guys that you said they weren't too interested in that kind of stuff you know right. it wasn't the different same. game different game different. yeah um so definitely a lot more communication nowadays and you, you can't yell and scream all the time that's yeah. not going to do anything and yeah, for sure you, you, you have to say things and you have to get pissed off and or you do get pissed off at times, but it can't be a consistent thing because it's just going to fall on deaf ears. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, for sure. you um, got to find different approaches to yeah. get the players and um, they're all different mm-hmm. and I think you got to try to figure out what's best for each individual. Yeah, yeah. that's important. Yeah, you do have to get to know them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Change your gears here a little bit. Uh, Keith Jones, one of your best friends, uh, gets the president's job. I yeah. think you were probably the only guy that really knew. I think he said he was the, you were the first guy he told. But um, it's nice to see. I know you've been in St. Louis and everything, but you uh, obviously had a big uh, part of the Flyers organization for a long time, and uh, maybe hopefully you will down the line here. But uh, he's done a pretty good job, and, and they're doing a good job of the culture of things. Like yeah, trying definitely. Trying to bring that back. Well, I think Torts came in when Torts came in. He changed the culture, and that was his first uh, job yeah. in his head to do to yeah. change the culture. Which he's done a great job. That's Torch's. Uh, he's done really, really good job of that for sure. And that's been the biggest difference. And you know, um, Danny Brer and Jonesy taking over now. Um, they understand the Flyers culture. They played here for quite some time. Both of them had success here. Um, so they're really doing a good job of directing this organization in the right place. Yeah, I agree. It, it's been, <clears throat> it was uh, obviously, again, you were in St. Louis, but I'm, I'm sure you saw bits and pieces, but it, it turned into a bit of a shit show here for, for a couple of years, just with not even <coughs> the, the hockey side, even the business side was a little, uh, little Harry. wildly, a little, you know, things weren't going the way they probably wanted. And the team wasn't doing well, which never helps obviously, but uh, it's, Great turnaround since they took over, and they care. You know, Jonesy is yeah. better than anyone, and, and, and Danny B is, like, that little guy, you know, like, we, we've talked about him before. Like, even when he played, like, Danny actually played in a pretty – game was still pretty hard, like, yep. for a little oh, yeah. guy, and he got in those dirty areas and scored, but he's a competitor. He competes. He never likes to lose. So, I, I thought it was a great hire bringing you – know, Very good. Uh, they're both good hockey guys, you know. Danny's been involved with the Flyers at some – level for a while yeah so he's been around and uh, was a great player like you said a, he was a highly competitive guy for a score 
Yeah. You know, and that's how he scored goals. Uh, being competitive, around, very good around the net, great guy. Yeah, unbelievable teammate. And then Jonesy, been in hockey a long time doing TV. He sees the game. Yeah. he sees he's seen every player. Yeah, I mean he really has a good handle on the players and how you know what success looks like because yeah. of doing TV for so long. He's been around it, and also he's uh, you know he's a very good ambassador for the organization from mm-hmm. a fan standpoint because the fans really. Um, you know, obviously recognize him, but they uh, relate to him very well, mm-hmm. and that's going to be important. And, yeah. and and that it's been important for to to get the fan base on board and what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Were you surprised when he transitioned from media to, to into that president's job? Was that something that you uh, talked to you I about didn't or? really know about? It, to yeah, be honest no. with you, like I didn't know if he was thinking that way or not. To be yeah, honest, it seemed kind of come out of the blue. Yeah. So, like, here so it is. I, you know, I was a little bit surprised too. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because when they were naming all these people and then they said him, I'm like, why do we really think of that? Yeah, like, no, his honestly, name was just never because mentioned. Of everything you just said, yeah. yeah, like so many things on the positive side with him, and um, we he was on a little while back too, and he had some. I know he and Shoney used to get into it quite a bit. Oh, God. he had some pretty good <laughs> stories. I've never seen a coach a and a player go at it so much in my entire career. Well, there was Keenan went at it with a few guys here back in the day, but I don't know as much as Jonesy and Shoney, though. They went at it all the time. Ke- <laughs> there was some funny stuff. Keenan, <laughs> Keenan liked to go after Ilka, eh? Ilka Sinisalo. He had Ilka always told me a few good stories about yeah, him. Yeah, he had a few guys he went after pretty consistently, Keenan, uh, back Lindsay in Carson. the day. Carson and, you know, Pete Zezel, I guess, to yeah. a certain point, and uh, he, Scotty Mellonby. Yeah, my God. Because the guys that wouldn't fire Some back, or you know, the nah, kids. They were I think, kids though, right? You guys were well. Scotty young. was a kid. Right. Pete was young too, not so much Lindsay, but and Ilka older and been around. But um, Scotty was a young kid. He was hard on Scotty, very hard. Yeah, yeah. To a fault. Yeah, yeah. For no like, like, Scotty was a pretty good player and played hard and you know played the right way, but Keenan just for some reason because he'd come out of college and made the team, kind of bothered him. He, not, a lot of guys, did not a lot of guys do that no. back then? There wasn't no. many guys like there that, No, there wasn't right? many guys. Now it's, it's Yeah, insane. now it's a lot. But back then there wasn't. But, uh, you know, to Scotty's credit, he grinded through it and, you know, just did what he had to do and yeah. obviously <laughs> had a great career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, my first year in Florida, you know, Mel was there. He scored 30 goals that year. I should have. Yeah, we missed the playoffs by one point that year, actually, mm-hmm. in Florida. I was going to say, uh, Ilka used to always tell us one story of um, <clears throat> Keenan benched him in the third. It's a tie game or something and get a power play, and he goes over and kind of kicks Ilka in the butt and say, think you can score a goal, Ilka, or Sinisala, whatever he called him. He goes, pretty hard from here, Mike. Fucking <laughs> 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 boys. He said, boys are laughing. He goes, get out there. You know. Did he score? I don't know. I don't. I think they <laughs> did score, but I don't think he did. I think that's what he said, but Probably he had a few dry. good ones. He, 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 I think Talk went after Mike one, one, one time in Calgary. Mike called him something on a bench. <laughs> Talk went after him, and Homer had to get between he them. Did. Really? Like yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The peacemaker. Oh yeah, oh, we were talking about that before. The skate Homer, zone yeah. basketball that. league. Yeah, we needed a ref for those games. But uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, growing up, it was like you'd never talk back to your coach. Like oh. it was like you know, did you hear stories like this? Like 
yeah. fuck you matches between players oh, and yeah. coaches is like it hilarious. Happens all, it happens. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all part of it, really. Yeah. It's, I think some I of those know. guys don't probably enjoy it. it. You huh? know, I think like Keenan and Sh- well, Shawnee they probably like expect it or something back. I don't think you should let it affect you. I mean, that that's just emotions. Yeah. You well, know, getting uh, going and yeah. I mean, I don't. It, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Re- I, Reeves Ryan Reeves is telling a story about Hitch where he's like, you know, fuck gave Hitch shit like fuck all he fat. He called him something and. Next day, he's like, hey, Hitch, like, I'm really sorry. He goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> Hitch probably forgot, forgot about, about it. Yeah, right. he, he, that's what he said. We had JR, we're talking about uh, in New York there, too, and he jumped on the elevator because he just did the old bag chuck, and he was going out <laughs> there in New York, and he put this yellow suit on, like this, you know, probably fucking $5,000 suit, and he just hap- goes back out, hits a button while Hitch is on his way down. <laughs> And JR gets on, he hits the next floor so he can get off. He don't want to be with him. Hitch, Hitch says, now where are you going in a suit like that? You're going out. We're here for business. Going for dinner. Where are you going in a suit like that? You know, like, and he's like, oh, I was bag chucking for sure. Oh, yeah. Hitch might have been bag chucking, too. Oh, Hitch. It was your guy, though. You had him in junior, right? Yeah, had Hitch. I we talked Hitch. about that, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, been around Hitch a long time. Yeah. Yeah. You got in the Hall of Fame there? Yeah, it was great. It's awesome, man. Yeah, he, he was really good it. to me. Yeah, he was I liked, good. I liked Hitch. He yeah. was he was funny. I, I didn't mind him. Young Derek. Young Derek, yeah. yeah. Anything else, Nest? What do you got, Chief? Anything you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> inside scoops? Any inside scoops? No scoops, boys. I, I don't know. One I'm of, out of the loop now. You're out of the loop? Well, one of our insiders, uh, TimmyParr.com, Timmy says Parr. there's lots of teams. <laughs> lots of teams with interest in uh, Craig Berube. But, Timmy um, Parr. You, get, you know what's nice? You get to play golf a little bit more than normal. I know you'd rather be coaching. But How you gonna, it's 25 wow. degrees up. I figured you could. You're not soft. You got the hand warmers. That comes <laughs> up. I got good hands on the course. It's got to be seventy out. So they work properly. Work properly. I'll tell you what you need to just take Pac Man. You'll just feel better about everything. Man, he'll put you to sleep. Bring the pillow out. Yeah. <laughs> Story yeah. time. Watching hit the outfits he wears when he plays. How about that COVID when we went and played down there in Delaware? Oh, yeah. Those pants he was wearing. What's wrong with you wearing that stuff? That's like John Daly pants, but like, remember those things? Yeah. He's, he's, he's distracted. I wore him for chief. He you wore him for chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was um, funny when we went and did that. It was a long drive. Just yeah. to go play golf in it the was. wind. It yeah, wasn't it was that warm it. then. It, it wasn't, wasn't that warm, warm either. <laughs> None of us played that great. Uh, no, I mean, I'll get a chance. I'll go down to Florida, maybe play some golf or something. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Now, I know we got, we got a little bit of issue with the knee <clears> here. We're trying to clear up a uh, little meniscus, but why aren't you playing in the alumni game? Oh, I went to Boston. Roz no. needs another. We could use a little meat. Another winger, yeah. Tim and Brownie. You, him, and Brownie. Is Brownie playing? Is Brownie's playing? Brownie's playing. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't played in a long time. I don't know if that knee can take it right no, now. No, I don't think I'm going to play. Pickleball challenge. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> knees banged it's up. Part of the Homer's rehab. I don't program. move too much on the ice. <laughs> Homer's challenging you to pickleball. You can't go. Oh, yeah. Homer wants to play pickleball. He loves that pickleball. Um, Chief, honestly, man, we appreciate you, dude. Uh, know you're busy with all the kids and stuff, even though you're kind of like chilling out, but, uh, we appreciate you coming in, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. Yeah, it's it's great. always great to see you guys and chat a little bit and it's good. 
Real good you give stuff. Give us the inside scoop. We had a lot of good times together. Yes, we did. Yes, you know? we did. Hopefully more to come, too. Yep. I'm hoping. For sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Big thank you to the chief. This guy's on. unbelievable. Oh, man. So, so Walking legend. Legend. Thankful he could come in and see us today. It sucks. He's here on those reasons, but uh, as we can see, he's doing just fine. And, uh, yeah. you know, maybe a little, no, nah, I wouldn't say relief, but, you know, but maybe time yeah. to get out of there. Um, and you still get paid. Not a bad deal. And, and if the weather's nice, you can play golf. Why not? May as well hit, hit up the You should the I could probably use there. a lesson or he two. He would from see you tee off and he'd be he'd like, walk oh, off the course. Hey, Riles, have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll just, just caddy. I'll just caddy. Yeah. You just light one up yeah. and fucking enjoy. Uh, no, nah, but thanks to Chief. He's the man. He um, is. He's treated me well since I, was, since I was a kid, since I met him, man. Yeah. Um, great guy. Yeah. Always appreciated his insights and his energy yep. and yep. His, his sarcasm and so funny. all that funny shit. Yep. So moving on, it's that time, Nast. Are you sure it's that time? Oh, 100% sure. Is it time for the Clear Rum questions? Mm-hmm. Clear Rum questions brought to you by Clear Rum. Go to clearrum.com slash shop. Type in Nasty 2023 and get 35% off of your order in PA only. And I'm going to tell you, that's a restock because <laughs> they're gonzo. The holiday edition. Oh, my God. I didn't know. You know, the one thing is I didn't know you are like, I was trying to break records like, Six in like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, how did that go? I was crippled. Oh, I bet. Crip, overserved. <laughs> overserved. I was overserved. That's the problem. It happens. Puke and rally. You just can't. But you can't put six you're, waters in you. In you're 10 resilient, minutes. just like Smithers. I, <laughs> <laughs> you're that Smithers. You and I, we have that in common. Yeah. Let's get to the clear room questions. All right, here we go. The people want to know your thoughts on the current team. This one is from Justin Giam. Do you expect the Flyers' offense to bounce back, or will the last few games be more or less what they are now? I think they're bouncing back, Nast. A I think they spell. bounce back. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they scored four in Van, and if you're looking at the last four games, they scored six, ten. They scored... Oh, no, they didn't score that many, actually. They scored five, eight, ten goals in the last four games, which they had been scoring, and we were talking about their scoring. If their power play got going, yeah. which is still you know a, a, a bit of a struggle, I think they'll bounce back. They just they get their goals off of hard work. Some obviously there are some goals where there's a lot of skill involved because mm-hmm. these guys are skilled. Um, but I think they'll bounce back. You know, it's a you don't make excuses because everyone has the same schedule. But you know, you go. They've been out west how many times now? Like I mean, it's just a lot of back and forth. But uh, the Rocks, he could have had something to do with the <laughs> next have, few yeah. games. I'm uh, just kidding, Torch. No one went anywhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think they'll be okay. I think so too. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, as hard were, as they work, yeah, right? exactly. They've been pretty consistent, I would say. Yep. Uh, most of the year, I think that Western trip is a little bit of a dry spell, and I mean the the foundation is is nicely laid as far as the work. And you're saying they're scoring goals based on their work. Yeah, yeah I think they'll get back to it. Um, and if you can get their power play clicking like two, three, four percent more, I mean, you know, yeah, half a goal, a goal, a game extra. I mean, it obviously certainly helps, <clears throat> but. Um, I don't know. I like the way the team is playing, so I'd like to think that they're going to bounce back and right. you know, start taking care of the, the defensive zone and just working outwards. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing with a lot of energy and speed. They're yes. generating opportunities on just pure effort. So Right. Yeah. I, I think uh, one thing we haven't really talked about, and we don't have to get into it now, but, like, we need Cam Atkinson to get, hmm. to get going, get hot. You know, he's just snake bit right now. Yeah. He's had chances, but uh, hopefully he can uh, – get one that leads to two, three, four, five, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that'll help too if he gets mm-hmm. going, uh, which hopefully he will here in the second half. Yeah, I so, think so I do, to answer the question, it's a good question. It is. Um, I think they'll they'll get back to score more goals. I think so too. That guy, RDK, over on Instagram, he wants to know, with how the team has had a huge turnaround season, do you feel that getting rid of certain players played a part in the new focus on the team? I'll start. I think so. I, I think, you know, a couple guys just needed to move on. You know, I think yeah. you, you, this happens a lot in sports. Guys are in a certain situation for years, and, and it's just like they need to move on and, and open up just room for different chemistry. So um, I, I think, you know, Hayes needed to move on. I think that was yeah. probably a couple years co- coming. Yeah. You could argue Proby too. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with Provy, but I think like he may, maybe a little bit unhappy with certain situations. I think he, he probably could have moved them a year ahead too. Um, but I mean, nothing nothing negative about these guys. But sometimes the energy gets stale in certain situations and teams. Um, but I, I'd like to think that just making room for some young blood, yeah. new, new energy. You know what I mean? It's not about the, their lack of skill or whatever. It's just new chemistry i think we we see it with the team now yeah young blood um you know there's a little more cohesion guys are buying in yeah um and they're finding ways to win games especially i agree with you Riggs. like especially with like bringing in sean walker which has been a pleasant surprise not that we thought the guy could play obviously he's played in nhl he's he's a player but Mm -hmm. like he's really played well yeah and in contributing some goals too and uh Big Z, Big Zamula, yeah, um, has stepped up the last few games. I know he didn't do that well on the trip, but he's got put on a power play and he's looked pretty damn good. He scored a couple. Um, Hathaway, that was a really good, that was a really good pickup. 
as well. Like he's he has an effect in the game. He's one of those players. He's a flyer type player. Yep. Right? He's in your mm-hmm. face. Yeah, maybe not always fighting, but yeah, he's shit gritty. disturber he's gritty. and he's gritty and he plays hard every night. Yeah. Um. So I, I I agree with you. Like sometimes it's just time. Yeah. It's time. And then you get Coots and and, and yeah. Atkinson back, right? So you get some leadership guys back. Yeah. You, you move some guys along. Um. The chemistry changes and um. I don't know. The team just seems to be more united than it was before. So it does. Uh, it really does. But you got to uh, give. <clears throat> you know, some some people don't like Torts' antics. I don't want to say antics, but the way he does things. But you just can't argue right now with the, with the way he has those guys going, and and you can tell they're a tight group. Yeah, he you know, can. you really, yeah. really can. So it, it's good to see, and I think that helps. Obviously, mm-hmm. I agree. We got one final one from Barstool Wags. Wagsy Wagsy. wants to know, why is Lawton on the fourth line? He's better than Paling. He's put in his time suffering with the franchise. Him and TK were unstoppable in the bubble, and now they only play PK. Why not try it five on five? The potential he has and what's been given to him makes me physically ill. Well, you know, it's a good question because Mm -hmm. Lawton is that guy that can move up and down the lineup. Um, He's also a team guy, and... I could probably tell you, and you as well, Regs, you, you coached him. Um, he's okay with it. Yeah, that was um, just going to say exactly that. You know, yeah, does he want to be first line, first power play? Everybody does that yeah. plays. And, and and you're right, asking the question there, like he is a, he, he does have skill. Yeah. He's fast. He's smart. Um, but, you know, it's just the way the coaches have him – in the lineup right now and you don't see him bitching or complaining and that's the reason he has an a on his sweater exactly probably you know with him and coots one of them the captain yeah coots isn't wearing a letter we only have one guy but um it is a great question because he can play you yeah. know up in the lineup you know what, what are your thoughts well exactly your thoughts L- loss is just such a good leader and 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 so good at dealing with adversity that the coach could put him on the fourth line and he knows that lots will go down there with a good attitude, play his ass off, yeah. be a good team guy. And however it plays out, it will play out that way, but he's not going to go down there sulking. And, and he's, he, he's just that he is that guy, as you said, like he, there's not many guys that can move up and down the line like that without any sort of blimp on their, you know, their, yeah. their emotional radar. Like he, he, he it, it's a it, to me it's like a it, sh- it should be an honor to be that guy because yeah. like he, the coach has that much ability and faith in you that like you could send a guy down to the fourth line and and know that he's going to be not just okay there but like right. good for you know the, the the chemistry of that line so um but yeah third line second line for i mean you you could slot this guy anywhere yeah and there's not many guys like lots right. that you can actually do that with That's true. you know without like I would say, Torts could probably sleep at night knowing that Lots is going down there. He's not have to worry about coddling Lots the next yep. day of like, 100%. oh, let's get him back on the third line or second line. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know he'll be fine there as long as he needs to be there. And right. I think the team's you know recognizes that, and I think it's, I, it's, good, also, it's good for the team. You're right, and and also if if you watch the games, if that line's going, it's not really a fourth line. Well, that's it. You know, like yeah. if they're rolling lines and. You know they're making things happen. He's he's putting them back out there. Yeah. So um, I don't know what his minutes are uh, exactly for you know when he's playing on that fourth line role. Obviously he's killing penalties like like Baller said. But uh, 
he's just that guy you can do that. I I understand the question of mm-hmm. why because you he you know he can do so he much can more. do so much. But um, I can tell you this: Lots is not upset about it because the team's doing well and he plays his balls off every night either way. Exactly. So, um, good great question. Qu- great question though. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap, Nas. That's a wrap. One forty-one. Oh, one forty-one. Clear questions in the book. Yes. Anything going on well, next week? Next, we look forward to. Well, we got the alumni game coming up. Oh yeah, we do. Yes, we do. We sure do. And uh, you, you gonna bury with the toves? Of course. You got a new toves coming. I, I got a new toves coming. I got the specs in for for Aaron. He's gonna order me up a oh, brand new one. Oh, a couple Aaron. hours extra. Where's Aaron? Where you been, Aaron? Hadn't seen you in a while, bud. Mm-hmm. Sleeping. He's in Hershey every night watching Bryce yes, K. He all is. the way. Yep. Very goals. Fresh twig, though. You, Why? Well, you'll get one too. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Just oh, get this for tra- me to the, carry the, the, the extra the, scraps the twigs my, to the bench. The brand new twig that it's getting manufactured for me. Well, how about the our boys, fans of Philly? Oh, it's coming God. soon. It's coming it's soon. Creeping. It's creeping. It's creeping. I can't wait. MetLife Stadium. Oh man, can't wait. Gonna see Joe today, tonight, oh. later tonight at the game. Tell him to say what's up. I will. I will. He'll ask where you are. I'll tell him you're in bed. Tell him marketing fans of Philly Nasty Knuckles <laughs> trip. <laughs> yep. And Boston. Don't forget about Boston, March no, can't, 17th. Can't forget that it's one. It's right in between our birthdays. Oh, yeah. We're getting after it. Mm-hmm. Green beer. One swig. You have to. Oh. It's your birthday. Well. Go, Riley. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then mine we'll the talk, next we'll day. We'll talk about we'll that. We'll be hungover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we belly up. We can't even make it to the game. Where's the double D? Oh, oh man. Damn a little dandy, eh, Debo? Would you have to start come back from a little hungsy? Oh, a little hung titty? Don't miss that. Ooh, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling. <laughs> Makes you know feel like alive. death. Yeah, I know, right? You appreciate life after <laughs> yeah, feeling death. Yes, yeah, so that's for sure. Uh, but can't wait, man. Fans of Philly. Yep. Awesome. Looking forward can't to it. Can't wait. And that's a wrap, Nass. 141 in the books. In the books. Until next week, stay safe, knuckleheads. See ya.